From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for June 15th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max, the intern, has been dispatched for food because I must be fed. <laughs> fed and entertained at all times. We're going to uh, talk about our recent trip that Walter, Teresa, and I took out to Europe to experience the... Uh, uh, Disney Cruise Lines, uh, Mediter- 11-night Mediterranean sailing, except this time we did something a little different, and we did the Adventures by Disney add-on, um, which we will explain in, in detail in just a moment. Uh, for those of you who listened to the show last year when uh, Walter and I and Max had done the, uh, uh, the Mediterranean cruise, you might recall that I had plenty of things to say not very good things to say, about the food on board the Magic. Namely, that it was horrendous. So, I have to start this off by commenting about the food on the Magic this year as a testament to why I love Disney Cruise Line and how good they are at listening to guest feedback because I know for a fact We were not the only people that complained last year. If you are among the lucky who are going to get to do the Mediterranean sailings this year, be prepared to eat some of the best food you have ever had on board Disney Cruise Line. I don't think we had a bad meal. We did not. There was not a bad meal served in any of the restaurants. See, now normally, and this was something that, that struck me, normally the gap in quality between the rotational restaurants and Palo is like the Grand Canyon. Not so this time. Every single meal that I ate, whether it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but in particular dinner, were fresh. fresh, The food was fresh. I mean, obviously, it had been picked up in Europe. This was not the thing. The mistake they made last year was they froze a whole bunch of food, and they brought it over with them on the transatlantic, and that's what they were serving people. It was awful. I didn't do that this time. The food was fresh, but beyond that, they changed up a lot of the uh, a, a lot of the items, a lot of some of the signature items. They changed up just a little bit to make it so much better. I'm going to tell you, every dinner I ate in those rotational restaurants, if I had been served that meal in a restaurant, I would have been thrilled, and it was a restaurant I would have gone back to. Instead of dreading dinners on that ship, we, I looked forward to them. Well, they were wonderful. And it wasn't just and, – and, and that includes Topsiders. Topsider had, had some excellent amazing meals. Amazing meals up in Topsiders. If you don't want to do the rotational dining, you just want to go have dinner, but you don't feel like getting dressed or waiting till 8.30 or whatever time your dinner is, you can go up to Topsiders, and they will have um, – sometimes it will be a menu from one of the restaurants. Other times it will be a buffet. The food was outstanding. It doesn't matter where we went. The food was outstanding. Because one night I went up there and I had like sautéed shrimp, 
Then I had lobster tail, and it was just all this oh, excellent wow. food. And I was just like, wow, I can't believe this. And the people that were eating, eating the seafood kept commenting how fresh it was. So clearly they were buying it in, in Europe. And that was one of the things I said. You're stopping in all these amazing ports. Why aren't you putting food on the ship? Why are you serving me stuff that's been frozen for three weeks? When we're, we're in, in Sorrento or we're in Rome, you can, you know, you can fill the ship with food. And I knew for a fact they were getting their food locally when I ordered my eggs Benedict. And I cut into the egg, and the yolk ran orange. Mm. Uh, that is something that we've noticed in Europe and in Australia. Whatever they feed the chickens, I don't know. But where our yolks tend to run yellow, theirs tend to run orange. Very orange. It's also yeah. how we knew they were powdered eggs, because if they were using real eggs to scramble... Uh, uh, the eggs it would it would look like cheddar cheese eggs almost, and they didn't. They were using powdered eggs. But beyond that, the food was amazing. I have nothing to criticize Disney Cruise Line about on the sailing. Nothing from our stateroom host, who I think just could have been a little bit more engaged, but he did a great job cleaning our room. I had no problem there. Um, from our stateroom host all the way up to our servers and the folks that we were dealing with throughout the ship, just tremendous. Tremendous, tremendous experience. Um, made it worth the money because it's not a cheap cruise. It's not a cheap cruise at all. Uh, made it worth the money we spent. If you are going on this trip this season, you are in for some amazing food. This was my 20th cruise on Disney Cruise Line. The best food I have been served yet on that ship. So they can do it. They absolutely can do it. Their kitchens can handle it. Their, their cooks can handle it, and they can serve food en masse and serve really good food, and they proved it. And so I wanted to make sure that I started this whole thing out with the just the highest amount of praise I can give them because they did not serve me one bad meal. Every meal, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the one, you know? Um, and I even went out of my way to order things I knew I hated last year <laughs> that were terrible, like the pot stickers. Oh, those were amazing. They changed them this year. Last year, they, they were, were like, hard. They were like hard pellet thingies, they, and they, they were taste awful. like they were freezer burned. They really did. Yeah. They, they were not good. And oh. this year, it was a whole different. It was a whole different thing. The way they did it, it was an entirely different shell, um, uh, an entirely different uh, grade of beef or, or pork inside of them. Um, the dipping sauce was awesome. It was a different type of dipping dipping sauce, not a soy sauce based uh, dipping sauce. It was really really good. Um, the steaks. The steaks were tender. They were juicy. They were flavorful. They were fresh. Now, what what one did we have when we were on Topsiders that night? Was it a it was porter? a porterhouse? I had a porterhouse. It was that a rivaled. big piece of meat, and it mm. was it was cooked excellent. It was cooked perfectly. It was tender. It was flavorful, and it rivaled it rivaled what I I'm not going to say it rivaled Yachtsman, but it rivaled what I've received in in, in other restaurants. So it was definitely restaurant quality food. Definitely restaurant quality. Wonderful. Whoever fixed that, whoever addressed that, you deserve a medal. You did an amazing job. The food was awesome. The cruise was awesome. So I wanted to make sure we got that out of the way. When you went on the last one, did you go on the one that was right after the transatlantic? Yep, and that was the same, same with this one. Same this one, one was right after the transatlantic. Mm -hmm. So I'm comparing apples to apples. We did the exact same sailing that we did last year. Um, it was just they did it later in the season this year. They did it in late May as opposed to uh, late April. But it was the first uh, Mediterranean cruise after the transatlantic, and that's the one we did last year. So 
they definitely they definitely fix some things. They definitely fix some things. So, what I do want to talk about is uh, Adventures by Disney. The we did uh, Adventures by Disney offers an add-on for these sailings at roughly twenty eight hundred dollars a person, uh, in addition to what you pay for your stateroom. And for that twenty eight hundred dollars, uh, they have arranged adventures in each individual port that we stop in. The ports were uh, Malta, Sicily, Naples, Naples, Florence, Florence, Rome, Rome, Corsica, and Villefranche. Am I missing one? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, and you know, with Adventures by Disney, you have two adventure guides who are. Who join you? Those adventure guides are on the ship with us, and they arrange everything. So you know when it's time to, they tell you the night before. Okay, we're leaving at seven forty-five. Meet us here. They get us off the ship. They get us into our coach, and they take us on a variety of adventures uh, in whatever port we happen. Did you have the same adventure guides for your Barcelona? Uh, one of them was the same. One was the um, same. We had uh, uh, James and Courtney uh, were our, Bar- uh, our Barcelona guides. And then Courtney and Dusty were our uh, Barcelona guides, or our, our tour guides on uh, on the ship, who were just tremendous. Yeah. I, I really can't say enough good things. And I think they alternate because James was going to take the next yeah, cruise with Dusty a, and Courtney went home and then she would come back. Oh, sure. It would be unsustainable. The way yeah. those guys work, it would be unsustainable yeah, for them. they late doing a lot of stuff. They were, honestly, they work so hard on, on these cruises. And we had a fairly good-sized group. We had 30 people on the group. Um, number of children, young children. Six children, yeah. See, now, this was the second time we've taken one with children. And I have to say, children add a lot to the experience. They really do. They really do. This is the first time we've ever had we've ever been on an adventure with this many younger children. Right. Um, the the last uh, backstage magic we We're had a couple. Of, we had older teenagers and one eight year old. This one we had a four year old, um, a nine year old, and then the others in, of various ages going up to thirteen. Right. I think. And they do add a lot. They really do. They were, and, and these kids were incredible. But even more than that, the guides. This was my first opportunity to really watch these adventure guides work with children. And the kind of... Oh, my of, goodness. They just loved them. They, they loved, them. loved them. They absolutely loved them. These kids, all you ever heard was, I want Courtney to sit next to me. Dusty, I want Dusty sit next sit to me. I mean, these kids love these guides. Courtney, hold my hand. Mm-hmm. I mean, those kids would not let them. And, and that was Walter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and one of the things I spotted there was the value for parents. Going to these exotic places, these different places where there's a lot of people, and you've got your children with you, to have these two guides as extra, you know, they're not babysitters. They're not babysitters, and they're pretty clear about the fact that they're not babysitters. But they are, it's an, they, 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 they pay a lot of attention to the kids. They will take the kids off to go do something so the parents have time. Um, but more importantly, they're this extra set of overprotective eyes. They know where your children are at every minute. Those children are never out of their sight. At least one of those guides hmm. knows where those kids are. Did you find, though, that even the people in your group? Oh, yeah, we all watched. Oh, right? yeah. We I mean, you'd be, yeah. you'd be walking along, and Janelle would be holding your hand. All of a sudden, she'd just come up beside you and holding your hand. Yep. She was the sweetest little girl. And she was. It was just, 
it was just like we were a one big family by the second or third day. Yeah, it always was just I was just going to say that's one of the selling points. That's what I tell people. That's one of the selling points of an ABD trip. You're with a whole bunch of people that you can spend time with or you could go out on your own. But it's like having a whole bunch of other eyes watching and, you trust and, each and, other. And, and this group in particular was just such a wonderful group of people. Not I, We've never had any bad groups. We've never had a bad one. But um, these were particularly good. And they, plus there was three Dusty's family was from Georgia, mm-hmm. so Teresa and I got to. Yeah, I swear Walter. I had met those people before. Yeah. Walter Walter reverts into like <laughs> mountain boy redneck. Oh boy, yeah, that was the mountain dwelling redneck well, thing. Well, the the father really his, attractive. Everyone to me. calls him Big Daddy. If that gives you any indication. Yeah. So but they me, were wonderful people. Me and Big were Daddy were hanging people. out. Uh, <laughs> he was so funny. I mean, he would make his forearm flex, and then he said, "We'll call it the Widowmaker." So we kept walking around doing the widow maker in the hole. And there's Good a picture people, of Walter and, and Marshall doing that. <laughs> I have that. that for those who would like to know. Um, uh, so, I mean, this amazing group of people, really, truly wonderful uh, people I would travel with again in a heartbeat. Um, they were just so fun and funny and enjoyable to be around. And we got to know them You know, throughout the 11 days. You get a chance to really talk to everybody and spend some time with everybody. And um, there's been a, was a, there was a couple of people who were... Uh, really special that really yeah. stood out. Deb, um, Aunt Deb, Aunt Deb yeah. um, it was just uh, Walter and I just fell madly. Well, there were several that we, we made them promise they're going to call us as soon as they get back in Florida because they come down to Disneyland quite a, Disney World quite a bit. So there were some that's like you better call us for real. But how fascinating! Yeah. We had people from Hawaii, the families from California. Yeah, um, there was us. There was Georgia. There uh, was um, Washington State. Washington State. Yep. I mean, just. Amazing, you know. In the, in the first day, you're you meet, you greet, you're, you're quiet. By the time we were tossing pizza, boy, it was like we were yeah. in our we were in our own kitchen. You know, yeah. it was. And so, uh, you know, and that really does. Kevin's right. It, it, it is such a huge selling point for Adventures by Disney, and I'm sure these sorts of things happen with other tour companies. But uh, you know, uh, Adventures by Disney does an, a, mar- a marvelous job of, of giving people the opportunity to really bond very quickly. And, uh, of course, the guides, I, I just, I, I, I know it sounds like I'm being effusive about the guides, but when I tell you the secret weapon for Adventures by Disney are their guides, the process, you know, they, they, they did a hiring at one point where 5,000 people applied, 13 got hired. Wow. Yeah. Okay, when I tell you the strict strictness of who they allow to be these guides, is unbelievable and it shows because every adventure we have taken these guides have been superb absolutely superb that has been consistent and they complement each other the teams they match up are just so it's not a th- they're not thrown together yeah. they're not thrown you together can you a, can tell it's well matched it is it is and if there's anything i don't want adventures by disney to change it's that process by which they find these guides however oh However, I want to kind of keep this in perspective because I, I, I have to preface my comments here by saying, A, that there weren't a lot of other people on the tour making these complaints, okay, um, about the food. Adventures by Disney's weak spot. And they're, we, and they're working on it. I know they are working on it, so I give them, give them that. But some of the things that went on with the food on this Adventures by Disney trip were absolutely unforgivable. But some of it was amazing. Our first tour, 
was in Malta. And we actually get off the ship in Malta, but then they take us on a ferry to the island of Gozo, um, which looks like a sandcastle. It's yeah. wild. Really cool island. Great open-air Jeep tour for which I got like third-degree sunburn. <laughs> Um, that was so fun. All over the island. Just, you know, really, it was a great tour. It was wonderful. And then they took us to lunch. It's a little restaurant. It's a local restaurant. It's not a tourist trap that opens up just for us. Um, and they served us this, you know, this, wonderful, this wonderful meal. And we had a choice between steak and seafood, I believe. That yes, particular. I had the fish. And I think you had, I had, I had the, the steak. Fish, yeah. Yes. And it was, oh, my God, it was incredible. And the salad the to begin salad. with. The salad. Everyone yeah. was talking about the oh salad. Oh, my, it was, you could tell. It was just like so fresh. Everything was fresh. And this, I want you to pay attention to these two words, fresh and choices. These are two words I want you to keep in mind for me. So fresh food and an option between steak and seafood. Right. And uh, then we got a chance to go do some shopping. And so if people wanted to go swimming, they can go swimming in the Mediterranean, which, Walt, which Walter did, even though the, weather was, uh, the, the water was very cold. Which I learned I will not do that anymore. Because he got sick. Walter my my mother days. finally said, she's like, oh, I can't get in cold water. I get sick. I'm like, you might have told me that at some point. <laughs> but last time we went to Cal- we were in uh, Colorado, and I was in the Colorado River, and it was 50 degrees. I ended up getting sick. So from now on, yep. unless it's a hot tub or a swimming pool, yeah. I yeah. will not get in. Yeah. But uh, so I mean the the Malta tour was was fantastic. The sand sand, what do they call them? Sand salt pan? salt pans. The salt, salt pan. yeah. Where they have the salt water evaporate for uh, sea salt. To this use. is one of the big exports from from Malta and Gozo is this Mediterranean sea salt. I tell you, if you go to Gozo and you're seeing the things that we saw, you're going to say, I've seen this before in movies. I mean, yeah. The Count of Monte Cristo, mm. um, Clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. These movies were partially filmed there. And it just that, that that's really co- that yeah. was cool for me. And and it and it just uh, Gozo's not overrun with tourists. Um, there are a couple of places that are very touristy, but a lot of what you see are locals, and a lot of what you see are just you know we drive through these little villages, these adorably quaint European villages. In the back of a jeep. In the back of a jeep. It was hanging awesome. on for dear life and <laughs> laughing our heads off. That and, was a lot of fun. That was great. And, and, and there was one stop, and I just for anybody who's planning to do this, this adventure, um, there is a, a, a stop that's done in the middle um, where you get to go into a store called Gozo Glass. Um, now, Murano Glass is very famous. Uh, it's also become very expensive. Um, Gozo Glass is not nearly as well known, but the stuff is absolutely gorgeous. It was phenomenal. Is this where you did the little stained glass? No, no, that was in that Barcelona. was in that was in Barcelona. Okay, um, where you sit, you stop, and you, they're blowing the glass. Oh, okay. While you're there, oh, and neat. amazing stuff. I mean, beautiful stuff. Um, I, we we had a bunch of stuff shipped home. We had a lot of stuff being shipped that's not here yet. Um, but uh, I, I I strongly recommend going right to that store and and buying as much as you can. They will ship. Shipping's expensive, from anywhere in Europe that you kind of get you know taken but uh at least it'll arrive hopefully in one piece but gozo glass absolutely worth stopping in and spending some money um so i was really excited i was like okay wow the food was good the tour was good had a great day i'm very excited about you know what we're gonna do um so the next day was sicily and really looking forward to sicily 
And Sicily, little bit of a disappointment, not because of anything Adventures by Disney did, but just that Sicily is um, uh, the economy is very bad, and it's kind of a depressed area, um, and not exactly clean. I mean, not filthy, but it's not really great. We, we were also there on a bad day because the sanitation workers had been on strike, so they weren't cleaning the streets. But the first thing we got to do was go to visit the royal family and the royal palace. In Sicily. Now, I didn't know there was a royal family in Italy. I, I did not either. But apparently in the Middle Ages, Frederick II was the Holy Roman Emperor, and these people are descended from him, and this was his palace. Every male heir to the title that has been born to that family since the Middle Ages, since the 1200s, I believe it is, or 1400s, has been born in that house. And it is a well, true. The, the two youngest hadn't. The two youngest the two that were there were Nico had, was not. Um, but when I tell you the the tile on the floor, this I mean, just so so gorgeous. I mean, and the frescoes and the ceiling and you, obvious history. And the family is there. The countess was she a countess? Was she, that her title? I think so. Yes, it was a count and countess, and um, she was from Salzburg, Austria. No, she's, she was made for this job. And she was like a born tour guide, tall, yeah, willowy, excellent. blonde. and Funny. Funny and just real engaging with the children and everybody. And her and her children all speak perfect English. The father, who is the descendant, speaks no English at all. He stood around reading his newspaper, like in the corners. I mean, he was... You could tell that this probably wasn't his ideal. It, it kind of... It kind of saddened me when yeah. when you think, okay, we're in their home. They're having to do this, obviously, to keep the, the house up. going. Yeah. yeah, and they all, you can go online and you can actually um, stay there. Yeah. There's a room, and they also have little apartments too. I found out yeah. little apartments you could stay in because we didn't see the whole thing by any no. stretch no, of imagination. No, no. We just did. they showed us one area um, with bedrooms and you know the old kitchen and. I mean, stuff that looks like it came out of a film. I mean, it was yeah. just unbelievable. And it was beautiful. And this is not done for... I, I don't believe there was any other tour on the magic uh, doing this no. this uh, excursion. Was. There was another cruise ship that did have a tour coming in. But they were very selective about the number of tours they allow. They don't do it every day. They don't do it for, for everyone. It's very selective. So this was one of those kind of exclusive ABD experiences, which is kind of what you're paying for. Here's a picture of Pete. There's me in the castle. In the castle. Oh, I thought this was the father. No, that's Pete. Shut the hell up. Giving his royal wave through the... Uh, <laughs> yes, I practiced my, my Italian... You can look at pictures either right or left. It's my Italian same. wave all through, all through Italy. Um, and uh, we have pictures and video from all these places going up. Yeah. Now, um, when, when you went on these... Adventures by Disney excursions. Was it get up early in the morning? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yep. Only it's one like was like seven fifteen. Most days it was around eight, eight, eight thirty, eight forty-five. Yeah. But now on the the long days, especially when we had to um, uh, tender, they had us early and they made sure we were the first. First tender off, yeah. yeah. We were always the first tender off. It was very organized. We'd always meet in Animator's Palette, mm -hmm. and. The minute the ship was cleared, I swear we were the first ones oh, yeah. off the boat. Oh, yeah. They, had they led us to where we needed to get off, and we were one of the first Did you off. Did time to have breakfast and get out? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. always had time. Yeah, there was, uh, you yeah. Know, it was always set up so that you know, Topsiders would be open for breakfast, so we can go up to Topsiders, get breakfast, get down to our rooms. I never felt like we were rushed in the morning, as long as you got up early enough. Oh, yeah. You know, you got up, as long as you got up around 6, 
6.30. And on uh, early days, Topsider was open earlier. Yeah. It was going to be an early morning. There's, Adventures by Disney is not for late sleepers. No. No. None, none of them are. No. No. However, what we found was we thought, oh, this is going to be really rough on us. But you do so much, you're exhausted at night. And you sleep good. You sleep so you go to bed really at 8.30. Rough. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's what, you know, that, that was happening to us. Well, that's why I kept eating at Topsider because you you'd come back and you were just so tired. It's like, yeah. you eat and go to sleep. Our dinner was at 8.30 by the time we truly got done it was probably ten thirty, and yes. mm. and then from the royal palace they took us i can't remember the name of the chefaloo chefaloo she's on it i'm chefaloo one of my favorite places i tried my best pete was walking along the street and this tiny little nun was walking beside him and i was behind him i tried my best to get a picture i thought it was just so classy she was running from me she wasn't was. having it the, the, the nun was running from him <laughs> i can was. fix you <laughs> it was just so, it was just i mean the old buildings the narrow streets and, and here's pete and a nun walking side by side down the street exactly i mean exactly and it, but it, beautiful i mean just you know it's if you've never been to europe these are experiences you absolutely have to have these little towns and these you know tiny little shops and little cafes and Uneven it has the streets it, it has an atmosphere to it that is just unlike anything you will experience here in in america i don't care where you go and i kept saying to myself it's so european oh, okay why well, i mean it was just so bizarre you know the laundry hanging out the windows and 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 something that really struck me on this trip the more you go to europe the more you want to go to europe oh yeah um, I could do after this. I, I, I said to Walter, I said I would be okay with doing a med cruise every every spring. I'm okay. I'd be really okay with that. There's just so much to say. See now, I after my one experience so far is in Italy. I want to. I don't want to go on another tour. I want to go spend a couple of weeks in Italy and just. Get oh far. no, no! I got to disagree with you on that. I got first of all, no, I would never drive in Italy. They're nuts. They are. There is. There, there aren't traffic rules. There are traffic suggestions, and that's the joke they tell. Yeah, even tell um, that. It is frightening. Just, I still would like to spend some time there and explore on my I own. I think. I think the. I, I don't know. The dream cruise would be maybe a few days in a port instead of because at times I felt re- I didn't get nearly enough of Rome. Right. You know. There's I mean, no we way were rushed. Really, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get know, to that. Let's right, get right. to that. I, I want to try and keep it keep it on pace, but um, I I think um, for me. I speak only for myself. I like having the buffer of people who know what's around me and can guide me to where I should be going, where I shouldn't be going. If I if I visited ten times, then maybe I would feel comfortable. But not speaking the language, and especially in Italy, a lot of people don't speak English. That's actually what we found. We found we enjoyed the time that we wandered off on our own the most. Well, we, we loved we what did we that saw. Too. I would have liked more of it, but within yeah. the confines of the tour itself. The, and the fact um, that you only unpack once and you go back to your same little floating hotel. Yeah, that was kind of nice. I like that. That was kind of nice. Uh, the problem uh, with Sicily was going to, we realized eventually, was going to become a common theme, was the food. Now, you may be saying to yourself, problem with the food in Sicily? In Sicily? You're in Sicily. Mm. No, we did eat. We ate in Chefalu. We had lunch there. We ate in Chefalu, and it was a horrible lunch. Right. But it was, we were told, a second choice for some reason. What was right. The reason? There's something happened with the restaurant that we were supposed to go to, and this also became a kind of common theme, which I began to question the, the validity of the statement. But, um, you know, this was, this was not the restaurant we normally go to. I enjoyed Sicily a great deal, but 
I was like, oh, are we going to have problems with the food? And I tried not to, not to get too, uh, uh, not to get too hung up on it. By the end of the trip, I was obsessed. But um, our next port after Sicily was Sorrento and Sorrento and Capri. And rainy day in Italy. Very rainy day. It started raining at ten o'clock that morning. And it didn't stop until we stepped foot back on the ship. Mm. Lucky for me. No, we were on the ferry, and you could see the sun coming between the yeah, clouds we behind us. Back, it's yeah. like, what the crap? That was the day I started no. not feel well. So I'm like, I'm really tired, Pete. I think I'm just going to sleep today. You go on without me. Yeah. And the uh, morning was uh, one of the exclusive events that Adventures by Disney does. This was pizza making. We get to make our own pizza in this really quaint little Italian farm. They open up for us, and uh, they go through showing us how they make the mozzarella and uh, all this other stuff, and then step us through making our own pizzas, which they fire in a brick oven for two minutes, two and a half minutes. And I got to tell you, the pizzas were amazing. Oh, they were amazing, and the whole experience was fantastic, wonderful. We had a great time. Um, then we went to, from there, we went to the island of Capri. We were supposed to go out in a boat. Uh, in Capri. To go swimming. To go swimming. Off the boat. Off the boat. But the weather was, I mean, it was torrential. I mean, it was just pouring and pouring and pouring. So all we had to do for a couple of hours in Capri was shop. And it was crappy tourist store, crappy tourist store, crappy tourist store, crappy tourist store, unbelievable high-end clothing store. So guess where I ended up? (laughs) It was... We cannot divulge the amount of money spent because my husband will have a meltdown. This was a day you were sick? Yes. But the funniness th- of I it. I thanked God for it. Here, Pete and I are walking along, trying not to fall with our umbrellas, and we get to the end. Oh, look, a clothing store. And we look in. And I wa- yeah, as we're walking up, I said, they're not going to have anything in our size. And it's almost like she heard me. The woman inside goes, come in. We have in your size. We, we have, have your size. size. We have your size. <laughs> it's like they keep the poo size stuff hidden away. And the minute you yeah, would just all point the, to all something. Yeah, because all the manic, you know, because, I mean, it, and it was a really high-end store. And they, we got in these lovely, elegant changing rooms. And you'd just point to something you like, and she'd pull it back in your size and bring it to you. And, of course, nothing had prices on it, so we didn't know the prices until it was time to ring it up. This will teach you to stay in the state room. Yeah, really? <laughs> The most beautiful blouses. Oh, my God. Gorgeous clothes. Gorgeous clothes. Absolutely gorgeous. So this is the first I'm hearing about this, no, obviously. No, this yeah, we didn't want to tell you on the cruise. We didn't want to make you sicker, angry. What was the name of the store? Uh, Fasanable. Uh, you know it. F-A-C-O-N-A-B-L-E. <clears throat> With the little curly Q over the C. You know it, Julie. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> they have one of those in Atlantis. They're expensive. Well, they're outlets here. We don't have, like, a real one. Right. They have an outlet here? Yes. They do over at the Mary Queen of the Universe oh, factory outlets. You're going to find that expensive glass for 20 <laughs> bucks. There's also one, the closer outlet, you know, over near Festival Bay. They have one as well. I love the way their clothes are cut but for But who me. wants to say I got it in the outlets? You well, know? I can say, Pete bought this for me in Capri. You know, I'm not, I bought this at the outlet. No, did, no, no. Who tells people that? No way. You just say, yes, it is. Yeah, because it is. But, Look where I got it. Um, well, what did you purchase, Pete? We got... <laughs> Two. I remember her blouses. I saw two that. blouses. And two sh- two you shirts. Two shirts. That was all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just four items. That wasn't really. There were only four shirts. items. Yeah, only four items. items. No I'll worries. Ch- I'll check the bank statement. You can. It wasn't on any of the card. Oh. Anything you see. He always does that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that euro card we loaded up with cash. Yeah. 
Yeah, well. It's empty now. It's completely empty. Let's just say, if I was paying, I couldn't make rent next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been to the one in Atlanta. Yeah, not but sure. what an experience, though. Everybody's got to do that once. I mean, what an experience. You're in Capri. You're in Capri. And Rainy day. What are you going to do? And you're in this. Spend room. money. Spend pizza and money. And they're you just. Know? I just want you to know that saying things like, oh, I got this in Capri makes people hate you. It was oh, a no. very pretty woman. I love her. Well, I showed Kelvin and I told him the story and he's like, put it behind glass. Don't ever wear it. Don't ever wash it. Don't ever. Wear it. <laughs> I said to her, <laughs> dry it. clean only. Dry clean only. Don't touch my clothing. Don't touch my clothing. <laughs> um. So that was kind of disappointing that, that it rained, but you know there was nothing Adventures by Disney could do about that. Uh, the pizza was great, so it wasn't a food problem day. But there was something I enjoyed in Capri also. We stopped at a little cafe, and you had a cappuccino, mm-hmm. and we had cannoli, and I had the best cup of hot chocolate. Oh, right. That was the first day. That was the second time I had to call my bank to scream at them. Yeah, you were sitting there screaming at your bank while I was drinking hot chocolate cake batter. It was the best hot oh chocolate. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was good. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It puts... Anything over here to shame. The cafe experiences in Europe, I love. I yes. just, I love them. I, us too. It's yeah. so cool. It's just, it's. We don't have anything like it. I, even you could, even though like technically that you can find similar things, it's just not the same. There's nothing and comparable. That, no. And that's one of the things that we come back now and we laugh about it. We were in one in a little town called Orvieto, and I asked for mustard, and the man looked all excited because he knew what I was talking about, and he brought me a bowl of fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> And you just say grazie. <laughs> um, well, what, what did I order in the hotel in Barcelona? I ordered uh, the mushroom risotto that you ordered, and I got a fruit salad. Yeah. I'm thinking, how did they get fruit salad out of that? Um, Thank you. Our next, our next stop uh, after Sorrento Rome. was Rome. Okay. And uh, rant alert, rant alert. If you love the rants, sit down, get a cup of coffee. You're going to hear a good one. If you don't like the rants, skip. Skip this. Rome, the Vatican, Colosseum, Trevi Fountain, Sistine Chapel, Sistine Chapel, St. Peter's, Peter's Basilica, Spanish, 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 Steps. Spanish Steps, right? Wonderful places in Rome. It's something everybody should see. And I was very fortunate last year that with Walter and Max, we got to see some of that stuff when we went and did our tour. So I was really looking forward to this because I'm like, all right, that was a shore excursion off the ship, so... You know, the Adventures by Disney version has got to be amazing. I can't wait. Well, I'm, I, I missed that one. We started because of the fact that it was uh, Independence Day in Italy, this particular day. Um, where they would normally start you at the Colosseum. They couldn't because of things that were going on. So we started at the Vatican. And we get to the Vatican. And I was excited to see the Sistine Chapel. I really was. We didn't get a chance to see that last year. And we have our local tour guide, as we do with all Adventures by Disney trips. You have your two uh, Disney Adventure guides, and then there's always, always a local guide in the, wherever you are who takes you around. So we met with our local guide, and they get us into the Vatican. And uh, She's quite verbose. Yeah, to say the least. And she walks us through some things, takes us into a courtyard, stands us in front of a poster of the Sistine Chapel. Poster of the Sistine Chapel and spends 15 minutes. He's not kidding. He is not kidding. Talking about this damn poster. And I'm angry about this. I'm angry. And I have expressed my anger about this to Adventures by Disney. 15 minutes talking to a damn poster. Then at a breakneck pace, we are rushed through the Vatican Museum. 
over here is this, over here is that. Hurry, come up. On the ammo, on the ammo. Let's go. You know what that means? Don't shop. <laughs> so, no, the Vatican Museum. Museum. All these beautiful, I'm like, oh my God, look at all this great stuff. Can we just, you know, even to stop, I got to a point where I just started like rebelling and like, oh, Screw you. I'm stopping and I'm taking a picture of this. I got to cover this. I got to have something to show that I was here. And I'm not your damn poster and you can't take pictures inside the Sistine Chapel. So I'm trying to get some pictures. And, you know, an adventure guide, there's always one up in the front. There's always one in the back to try and make sure everybody stays together. And they were, they were trying not to rush me. But, you know, it was clear. We got to keep up. We got to keep up. So, you know, the 38 seconds I spent in the Vatican Museum, into the Sistine Chapel. We get 10 minutes in the Sistine Chapel. We spent more time talking about the poster of the Sistine Chapel than we spent in the Sistine Chapel. Okay? This, to me, already... That was just wrong. Yeah. This, we're, this, we're not off to a good day. We're not off to a good day. All right. But, okay, whatever. Wow. Sistine well, she Chapel. was trying to explain all the, what yeah, the, picture, you, the meaning behind the pictures, but we didn't have do time Do you remember one thing she said? No. The problem no. is, and I, I'm not making excuses, trust me, we spent three days in Rome and didn't have a whole lot more time in there. They let you in in groups. Well, hold on, though. Hold on. This story, this story goes further, okay? I understand. No, I understand there's a limited amount of time that you, but it, they, they weren't pushing, there, there was nobody monitoring when you came into the Sistine Chapel and when you went out. So we could have spent a half an hour in there, and I don't think anybody would have said anything to us. But, okay. So we, and honestly, 10 minutes was okay. I mean, you got to see everything in 10 minutes. You could look at the There's only so the much I could look at, you know, right. before my, you know, neck started to break. So, but I was looking forward to going to St. Peter's. That was something we had done last year. And St. Peter's Basilica is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's indescribable. It's indescribable. Yeah. So we go in. And she walks us over to the Pieta. Is that what it's, what it's called? Oh, the Pieta. The Pieta. And which is a, a sculpture of the Virgin Mary holding Christ after the crucifixion. And absolutely gorgeous. I mean, uh, incredible. It's incredible. It's a Michelangelo piece. It's a Michelangelo piece. 90 seconds of stand, staring at the, looking at the Pieta, having, you know, this woman with marginally good English. Go on and on and on. Just... You know, blah, 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 blah. Again, I don't remember what she was saying. Okay, let's, let's go outside. Go. Well, what? What are you talking about? We just got in here. Pete flips. And I did. I kind of I kind of lost it. And I said, not, I mean, I wasn't like raising my voice or anything, but I said to the guy, I said, are you kidding me? There are people that will, on this tour who will never get this opportunity again. And you're just going to walk into St. Peter's for 90 seconds and walk back out? That's absurd. So she says something to the guide. And the guide says, okay, five minutes. Five minutes. Well, thanks. It's mighty big of you. Because we had at least 30 minutes. Le- Last year, we got to see everything. Last we really year, we spent a lot of time all. in St. Peter's. We spent a lot of time in there, too, because I remember getting up pretty close to the Baldacchino, and I actually went and said a prayer in the church, because how cool is that to be able to pray right. there? Exactly. Um, you know. Exactly. You got close to the volcano? No, the Baldacchino. Oh. The volcano, yeah. It's, it's I didn't the, know what that meant. <laughs> every hour. piece in the center of the... The church. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, I apologize. I didn't know what that word was. Sorry. Every, every hour on the hour, they play Margaritaville. And- <laughs> <laughs> so you ate at the Rainforest Cafe in St. Peter's. Gotcha. Um, so we had this five minutes, and I still, you know, five minutes is not enough time. But everybody fanned out and got everything. that They really tried to get it. They, they tried they, to get they, a feel for people it. People tried to get the most out of it. 
We walk out of St. Peter's, walk into the square. She does another little song and dance for a couple of minutes, and then we leave the Vatican to visit, wait for it. Oh, I know what you're going to say. The Vatican gift shop. Of course you do. Where we spent more time. Where we spent more time at the Vatican gift shop than we did in the Sistine Chapel and St. Peter's Basilica combined. Because, as it turns out, the guide is getting a kickback from the store. Oh. Okay? So our experience that we're paying top dollar for, I mean top dollar, there is no but no argument to be made that Adventures by Disney is a discount program. This is supposed to be a luxury vacation. And I get my rushed through the Vatican so that Italian lady can get her kickback from the gift shop. I got a problem with that. And I'm sorry, that's ABD's fault. That is Adventures by Disney's fault. They pick these guides. They pick these tour companies. And I understand that all tour companies, that they all do this. Now, I know that the guides with Adventures by Disney are contractually obligated to not. They get fired on the spot if they're ever found out to be having any kind of financial relationship with any vendor. At all. But that apparently does not apply to the local guides. So instead of getting the experience that we paid for and instead of getting the experience we deserved, we were stuck at the Vatican gift shop, which pissed me off. For a while, sitting in the shade drinking uh, water. Yeah. Because when, we'd already been to the gift shop. When we went to the uh, Coliseum, we had the, the, when we went on the trip, they called it a step-on guide. You're calling to get a local guide. And he was the same thing. He liked hearing the sound of our, his own voice. And we had headsets so we could hear we, what we, he Yeah, said. we had the same thing. Right. I, about, out. I was just going to say, too. we were standing in a little corner underneath the Coliseum. And I thought, we're not going to have enough time here. I want to see the Coliseum. I actually ended up taking off my headset and handed it to him and walked away and said, call me before you leave. Don't, don't leave without me. Because you knew he was going to stand there and talk. And talk forever and ever and ever. And I thought, I, again, I'm like you. I don't remember a word he said. No. But I was, I was over it. It was like, I'm going to walk away. We did that in several places. I just took the thing out of my ear. And yeah, I yeah. Just, I rogue. <laughs> By the time I realized where this tour was going, by the end of the Vatican, I'm like, okay, I'm, not, I'm even going to bother listening. She's I, not, I'm not going to remember anything she says anyway. I appreciate that they want to teach you stuff and they want to give you their history. And to a certain extent, they're proud of it. But they right. have to understand that this is... Do it while you're walking. You're there right. to see it. Right. Do it not while just you're hear walking. her talk about it. Don't. Exactly. I don't care what she has to say i really don't i will I don't. say this though outside of the vatican gift shop kevin got hit on i did <laughs> <laughs> okay of all places I, I swear i i of all places i was sitting on a bench john was buying rosary beads for his father because you're in the vatican gift shop right? right what else do you buy um they don't have vatican big gift shop back scratchers um <laughs> yeah the pope scratches your back <laughs> or, or so i was marks. sitting outside this and I got hit on. I was invited to a bar. Well, if anybody thought about hitting on me, the look on my face at that point was said, oh, run, run away. I was so happy to be sitting down at that point. We had trotted through Rome. Yeah, we, we, this was the beginning of our day. We go from there, and I believe, did we walk past the Spanish Steps before lunch, or was that after lunch? That, that was, was after, after lunch. lunch. Okay, so we after went to lunch. lunch next. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> well, okay. One cute thing did one cool thing did happen though because it was their Republican Day, their Independence Day. Um, we were just walking down this narrow street, and all of a sudden, above us, you could hear it, and you saw it about the same time you heard it was the flyover with the three jets. Yeah, with the, the colored smoke, the trailing smoke mm. with their flag colors. That, it was that cool. Was, that was that was cool. that was good. It was cool, and that and was, was the highlight of the day. And that well, oh, not, not for me. No, I had more highlights. Um, but we went to lunch. We went to lunch, and again, we're being told that this was the 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 other place was closed because it was on the parade route or something like that. So this was the backup restaurant. Now, it was in this beautiful hotel, very elegant hotel. And, you know, we had a private room for us, which, okay, this is nice. This is beautiful. It was comfortable. It was cool. It was nice. And that's where the good stuff ended. Restaurante Americana. Yeah. Restaurante Americana. I'm in Rome. I don't want to eat in Restaurante Americana. Okay? I can go to Denny's here. Because that is basically what I, we got served. We got served processed turkey breast. The stuff you get at the damn deli. They went to, I swear to God, they went to the deli and said, all right, give me the crappiest turkey breast you have and just cut it thick. And, and then they heated it up and poured gravy over it and then gave us uh, uh, the waffle pre- fries. Waffle fries like you get at, at, at Chick fil A. <laughs> I'm not waffle fries. Hand of God. Hand of God. Yes. And what made it even more offensive to me was that we had no choice. A there couple wasn't of times. A, it was a theme. This was a theme of this trip. It wasn't, you know, you get this or this. No. Here's what you're being served. It really bothered me for the amount of money we were spending that it was. You know, because these are built as luxury vacations, and you know, there's a standard for that. There's a standard, and 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 on the land-based trips, I've never. While there's been a couple of issues with meals in the land-based trips, I've never had this kind of problem, never this kind of complaint. Um, and the rest of the tour in Rome was the same thing. It was this breakneck run through Rome. Here are the Spanish steps. Okay, let's go. Okay, when, when we got to the Spanish steps. Obviously, it was their Independence Day, right. and there was it was roped off. They had some sort of event had happened there, and we weren't even going to get to walk on them, which kind of freaked me out. And I took our tour guide, Courtney, and I said, "I'm." There was a little path going up the side. I said, "I'm going up there. You're going to get a picture of me because I'm not standing at the bottom for my picture in front of the scaffolding or whatever that crap yeah. was. I want to be actually standing on the Spanish Steps, as close to where Audrey Hepburn had stood in Roman Holiday, <laughs> and you're going to take my damn picture. I just, I mean, I was really adamant about that. So. But we rushed. I, I had 20 seconds there before. Yeah. Come on, blah, 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 blah. Let's it it would on. kind of be like being at this, uh, um, in New York on uh, 4th of July. You know what I mean? I mean, it was just going to be and, horrendously packed. And there was some boarded up crap there. What was that? Yeah, about? There's it, steps. There's steps. But and you it's know what? famous steps. Yeah, I, but you know what? It could have been skipped. It, it could have really been skipped, but I, I enjoyed that. But I then, was, I'm thoroughly surprised that they tried to get as much as they did in on one day yeah, we did this in, we did this in three days especially when you have to figure that there's a boat ride to the port and then there's a bus ride to yeah. the first place you got to get to we did it the same thing last year and you're walking and you're walking yeah. and you're walking eight and a half miles somebody had a pedometer on. and you're walking and we then walked. you get to the trevi fountain the trevi fountain 10 million oh, people were sitting dear God. throwing their coins into the fountain well, no, they weren't even throwing coins there was just people sitting but that's what people do there yeah. i mean that's, that's what, what people do. do we were there at 11 o'clock at night and guess what 
It was people saying. It was just the same number of people. See, we were there early in the morning because that was one of our first stops with Celebrity. And there weren't very many people, so we were able to get some photos. But well, we did I, too. I saw when we were leaving, more people. Yeah. It's what they do. They just sit there and they enjoy the And when I stood there and I waited and I waited and I finally, a butt opening opened for me right down by the fountain. And I, I sat right down. Well, and then up. our guides come down. And oh, Teresa, stay there. And then the minute they got done, I wanted to sit there and chill and enjoy the moment. And Courtney had me standing up, and we were rotating, sitting down, and throwing our coins in the fountain. Well, no, Pete and I had commandeered an area, and we would stand there until someone else from our group came, and then we would swap yeah, real we quick so they could trying throw. to hold space for our group. Yeah. So they did. They did feed us some gelato, which was excellent at the Trevi Fountain. So we did have some time at the Trevi Fountain. I don't want to say that it was no, we did overly yes. rushed, but it was about fifteen. Do you remember 15, our review minutes. of the Rome portion? Yeah. It was. Uh, we walked for like it yeah. seemed like we walked for days. Yeah. And I understand that. I get that. But what bothered me was that it just felt to me like it was put. They 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 they, they made us do all this stuff just so they could say in the brochure, "This is right. what you're going to see." What they don't tell you in the brochure is you're not going to experience any of it. You're going to see it. But you're not going to have any time to really experience it. And in the middle of it, we're going to serve you a really crappy meal. And we're going to call it a luxury vacation. No. No, you're not. At least not to me. I think. And again, I want to point out here that I was the only person upset about this at the end of this tour. Everybody else on the tour was had a great day in Rome. So I need to provide that perspective that this could just be me. I have, But think about going to Rome and then saying to yourself... I missed the Trevi Fountain. No, because remember See, my, I, my pictures yeah. last year of Trevi Fountain? They were, we had time to take pictures. There we was had a, time, and it wasn't nearly as crowded. But I think that oh, that you know could have been more, you know, the, Independence the, Day. They can't right. I can't blame that. them for the crowds. Right. Um, it, I will say that it did not seem to me that the guides were aware that it was going to be Independence Day until the night before. No, I don't. They, they did they not know. know. They did you guys know. go to the Pantheon? No. 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 And that's right near the Trevi Fountain. No, yeah. we, we went did to not. The, we did that last year. I right. think the Vatican should have been a day unto itself. No, no, no. You could do it if you had thirty minutes. But if you wanted, but my other to problem, see the rest of Rome. And then we went on to see the the Colosseum. And that's when we abandoned ship. We turned off our earphones and we walked ahead. Oh, mine was out long before because the it was Fountain. just on and on about babbling. We're like, really, truly, we don't care, and yeah. we just we were like, it's we want to see. Kind it. of where I got to. I remember standing in the Vatican and him explaining to me that the lion in the emblem symbolized the protection of the animals, and I thought, who cares? Yes. <laughs> Something I didn't understand about Rome Day: we had um, Caesar, our guide, with us that day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But then they brought on really? the chick with the stick. That's really his name? Yeah. That was his no, name. but the, the chick with the stick was with us from the very beginning of the day. Um, she was the one that brought us to yeah, the Vatican. Yeah, but why did we have... I don't know. Because Caesar just walked and smiled and made nice comments and looked good. I mean... I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can tell you. I, that kind You're of looking thing. at me like I know. I wasn't I in know. there. Um, Sometimes if you have a larger group, they bring on extra people. I don't know. And it started raining when we got to the Colosseum. Yeah. Yeah, we just barely made it in. And actually, Pete, Pete had seen it, so he stayed outside. Well, I stayed outside mainly because uh, three of the um, three of the three there were three women in our group um, who were just absolutely exhausted, and they were going to stay. They, they they just wanted to sit. They didn't want to climb any steps. They didn't want to, you know. They just wanted to sit. And I'd seen it last year, and I felt like somebody should have been with them there with them. 
Yeah. I was surprised one of the guides didn't. Stay. Uh, well, they couldn't they because could. they they the you kids got the, had their you got the thing kids, going. You got you know twenty six other theirs. people. Yeah. Um, and you know we were okay. I I didn't expect the guides to stay with us, but I just felt like. We should, and I ended up having a great conversation with one of the ladies, and it was, you know, it was really cool. It was, it was that was the most enjoyable part of that day for me. Um, but you know, I, I was by the end of that day, I was pissed off. I was pissed off. I'm like, you know what? That excursion that we did ourselves through the shore excursions desk the year before was ten times better. It was better, but and, I had nothing to compare not, mine to. Right, there was. Right. It will bother, and the other thing that bothered me is that there was nothing on that part of the tour that was exclusive to Adventures by Disney, and that's what I went into this expecting: is that every stop there was going to be some element or aspect to it. Because otherwise, why wouldn't I just save all that money and book the shore excursions? Was there a, a standby line at the Vatican? Uh, there was a long line. There yeah. was, but if you did a regular tour, you didn't have to be at the even the, even the even the other tours on right. the on the ship were getting in. I asked them that too, and they said, "I said, well, at least you got into the Vatican ahead of everybody." Says, "No, there was another Disney ship." Well, how about tour, Sistine right? Chapel? Was that available to those that yeah. we didn't yeah. do? It, I mean, yeah, that was one of the that was one of the tours available on the oh, ship. Okay, right. Um, so we didn't have anything exclusive to Adventures by Disney in Rome either. Oh, we went to that restaurant. Right, exactly. But it, but we got that. We we. I was on the impression that everything we did, we were ahead of everybody else. These no. guys are saying when they did it, I didn't. Right I, that wasn't. My, maybe we were, and I just didn't realize it. But it, that was not my recollection. We're certainly not at the Coliseum because everyone kept walking by with the same uh, Disney cruise ship signs, like three or four different tours going on. But to do this, to be in Rome on your own. We couldn't have seen as much as we saw. No, I mean, no, of course not. No, but you wouldn't go running from right. place to place. True. I'm just saying. No, I'm just did... saying. If your time is limited, th- there's... And with the exception of the Vatican gift shop, absolutely no shopping. There was absolutely no shopping at all in Rome. No, there oh, wasn't. Wow. Another thing that bothered me. Yeah. But, yeah, no, we yeah, did it before, and we felt rushed, but we felt like we saw a lot more the year before. So Rome, Rome for me was a bust. Rome for me was about, I was very, very unhappy with the tour in Rome. And I really thought it was the first time, I got to be honest with you, this was the first time for all the Adventures by Disney trips that I have taken that I was actually disappointed with ABD. This was the first time. And uh, I, I, I need to temper these comments, though, because while there were definitely disappointments, overall, this was a wonderful trip. It really was. And I would do it again. But I would want to go in with my eyes open and know that, okay, food's going to be crappy, food's going to be... Because honestly, if I was to do it again, I mean, who knows if Disney's going back to the Mediterranean, but if I was to do it again, I would be making... I would be researching uh, restaurants in the areas where ABD was planning tickets to eat, and I would go eat somewhere else and say, okay, let me know. When we're supposed to meet and where? Because uh, by the time I got to Florence, that's what I was doing. I was like, okay, you know what? We're going rogue. <laughs> going you off can, on a You can do that. Sure, you can do whatever you okay, want. Please take your map and run. That's what we did. In as long as as long as you are at the meeting point when it's time to go back to the ship, okay. uh, you don't want to play around too much with that because once Adventures by Disney gets back to the ship, that's it. Mm. And if you're not on that, sh- if you go off on your own and you're not back on that ship, the ship's not waiting for you. Oh, wow. Now, if the tour itself is delayed, okay. the ship will wait for you. But if you're on your own, 
they're not gonna they're, they're not holding it. They're, they're, How they're long did it you. take you to get from the ship to Rome? It's about an hour, hour yeah, roughly an hour. It was on a coach, um, you know, which you know we did uh, last year on the excursion. We took a train, and it, that was a great experience. We really enjoyed the train uh, much more than I enjoyed the coach. Um, but that was an, a short excursion book through the through the through, through the ship. So. Um, all right. Our next stop after Rome was Florence, Florence. and <laughs> I'm still kind of you know I'm still kind of bitter from Rome. <laughs> Just like you know, um, I don't want to spend. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to have my time wasted. The shopping I want to do, and I, originally I was planning to just skip the tour altogether that day because I knew I wanted to do some serious shopping in Florence. I loved Florence. and. The one thing I will tell you, if you're a shopper, you've got to be a power shopper on these trips because they don't give you an enormous amount of time. You get anywhere from a half hour to an hour, depending on where you are. And so the trick to this is to be decisive. You see it, you want it, buy it, move on to the next thing. Don't believe them when they tell you they'll be back by that spot either. Yeah. Well, they, they, they didn't do that at all with us. Um, they lied to me on this trip, but still bitter. Six years later, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go off on my uh, off on my own to shop and just you know not even go on the tour. But then I found out that Florence, from where we docked, the city of Florence, like two hours away. Yeah, and you know I'm like, okay, I don't want to take that chance. So we went out to Florence with the tour, and. Then it was like, okay, we got to see the David. You know, we got to see the statue of David. And we went in and we did that. And that was really wonderful. I mean, it was great. And it was beautiful. And I really enjoyed that. But I pretty much wanted it to end there for me. Where's the damn shopping? I do, because the rest of it was going to be a walking tour through the city of Florence. They were going to end up in the place we were going to shop. And I'm like, I just want to go. So we did stop and have gelato with the group. The most amazing gelato. It was incredible gelato. We got to, um, they took the kids in on our group on a little private little tour to show them how they make it. And they were making it. And they were making it. Mm. And we got to pick up to three different flavors. And I had uh, pistachio, chocolate, and caramel. The most amazing, creamiest. Oh, well, then you have to try this new stuff then. Creamiest gelato. And that was... It was the best gelato I've ever had. It was the best. Gelato in Italy is kind of like Starbucks here. Yeah, but apparently not all places make it the way this place oh, made it. Oh, I wasn't it. talking about how they make it. Yeah. I'm talking about the They're fact everywhere. that right. Right. you can't turn around without tripping right, over right, it. Right. Yeah. But this, they told us, you know you know how most of them you go in and there's it's all piled up there under the glass yeah. and you see it? This place, you could not see the gelato. It was down inside the stainless steel containers. And you could not see it for nothing. Because it was all natural. It and they say natural. when it's in those containers, there's a lot of preservatives and a lot of extra stuff in there. So there's that, a lot of stuff to make it so you can pile it up. Yeah. To hmm. make it look pretty, there's a lot of additives in And this in there. stuff was nothing like the... Well, I mean, gelato was good throughout. I mean, and we had it numerous times. But for me, this was this was the be-all to end all yeah. gelato. Yeah, gelato. Oh, we didn't either. No, but this, but was, this just, was exceptional. This was exceptional. So... We had the gelato, and that's when Teresa and I said Walter wasn't feeling that well, so he stayed with the group. And Teresa and I, you know, we my, took my, our map and we ran. My 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 expression was, "I'm going rogue." 
you know, <laughs> on the Sarah Palin of the group. I'm going rogue. <laughs> we did, too. We were, like, following the river. Yeah, we're the only ones. I think at the end, um, eight people went out on their own. As we were walking around, people were just going to say, where are we meeting? And they would take off. So, yeah, I think at the end, eight people went their separate ways. Florence is beautiful, but Florence is like... Uh, the city is a living museum. It's a maze, too. And, and every place you stop is something wonderful to look yeah. at. Right. So, I mean, we ended up in an alleyway in Florence because we did the same thing. Bye. Um, we ended up in an alleyway mm-hmm. in Florence, and it was, might be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's, in gorgeous. it's, just, it's gorgeous. Every time yeah. you turn around, yeah. there's something beautiful. And, so uh, I guess my point was you don't really have to be with a group. No, you don't. To no. see beautiful things. Um, but they told us where we were going to be meeting at what time. So Teresa and I went off on our own, and... We got there. We got to this area before the group did, but not much longer. I mean, we were looking in and out of stores, and then we saw I saw Walter walking by, right. and they were on their way to lunch. I'm like, okay, well, we haven't eaten lunch yet. Let's see. I want to see what they're serving. And there's, you know, the antipast, which was very nice. It was very good. And they bring out pizzas, which were excellent. In an adorable little storefront. A store really front. great little storefront place. Amazing. Do you remember where we ate in Florence? I do. And... Then we heard the dreaded roast beef, the boiled roast beef. I got up, got my stuff, and I walked out. He said, no, you coming with me? Yeah, I'm coming with you. Didn't, didn't Margaret say that it was going to be boiled beef? Boiled day? beef, and yeah. she was absolutely right. Was, it was a piece of boiled roast beef with a little patch of marinara sauce on the top because the marinara sauce apparently made the boiled roast beef Italian. Hmm. That um, is so weird. The pizza so by weird. itself would have been better. I mean, they had like yeah, two or three different kinds. Of other things. It should have just yeah. been pizza. That would have that would have been better than waiting for boiled beef. And I was just like, you know, you know, and they keep trying to tell me, oh, well, you know, the Italians don't eat pasta as part of them. I'm like, yes, they do. Okay, it's available. Maybe they don't all the time. But you're not going to tell me that Italians don't eat pasta and that Italian restaurants don't serve pasta. You're not going to tell me the boiled roast beef and processed turkey breast are staples of the Italian diet. The Italian food of the you know don't food. don't don't treat me like an idiot. And like I said, this was just bothering me. I mean, and again, no choice. This is what you're eating. Like you're a five year old, and mommy is going to tell you this is what you're eating. I'm sorry, I'm paying a lot of money to be there. Give me a couple of options. Tell me you have a choice between roast beef and fish or or pizza and pasta or so give me some options. Don't tell me what I'm gonna eat simply because you want to do a hit and run food stop. Because that's what these are. These are not dining experiences. These are looked at as how can we get them in and out as quickly as possible so we can run and see this and run and see that and run and see this, rather than looking at the dining portion of this. And saying this is part of the experience. Because a great dining experience. In Italy would have been fantastic. Could have made every tour ten times better. You also got to think about it. This tour company comes to the local restaurant or the local vendor and says, listen, I'm going to bring 30 people in. We've got 25 minutes to eat. The guy's not going to – the people there aren't going to be producing their best food. They're going to think, what can I get out fast? that they can have and they can go and they can leave. It, it's part of the whole tour experience. But you know what? On the days, they some days we had to order our meals 
several days okay. ahead. Yeah. That's fine. Give us a choice. You're and then they can plan option, for it. Right. You're giving me an option. And it, it seemed to me that the places where we were given an option were the best right. Right. Uh, locations. Now, the other thing people need to know is just the fact when you get a soda, you only get one soda. They don't have refills over there. So you get a can, and if you want a second can, you do have to pay for it. And you only get one ice cube. Yeah, they're really chimp- chumpy with the ice cubes. One funky malformed cube. Don't start Kevin on the ice cube stories <laughs> yeah. again. I was in Rome and I asked for ice. And Luigi and his brother stood Mario. There and looked at their, and they just didn't know what the heck to make of me with my request for ice. All of a sudden, came they came out, and it took two of them to carry it. I had a silver bowl of crushed ice, and I thought. Okay, what's this? Everybody on our tour group was over at my table <laughs> scooping <laughs> nice into their glasses. Yeah. It's a, it's an Italian thing. They don't they you know they they drink their soda warm apparently. We also it's a French thing French. too, from what I understand. Yeah, France don't expect yeah. ice. Don't get worried about it. It's just the way it is. Well, you know, well, stuff like that you can laugh off. Right, stuff that's like that, right. You can laugh it off. That's fun. That's part of the experience. But having boiled roast beef for yeah, you stop serving me garbage. Back to the food when. You sign up for this. How do they mention how they're feeding you? They like, don't. They, they tell don't. you you're going to get, you know, you're going to get uh, a lunch on this right. or oh, a breakfast okay. and lunch or how many meals are included. Um, so it, it they they don't specifically say, okay, you're going to be going to this restaurant and eating this. They don't give you that much detail. <laughs> so, you know, that's one of the reasons I want to include this as a cautionary tale for anybody going on this trip. And we're not done with the restaurant nightmare stories either. As a cautionary tale for anybody doing this trip, be prepared. Did you ask any of the other people? Because hearing about this, I would think like you would have like a little flavor of the area that you would were in. Right, but you would think. You think some we did now, There's and some of them some we that did. we did, and we'll get to that. But um, you know, for the most part, it was just it in was and out. you know, and Malta was perfect. They did the rest of it like Malta, and I would say honestly, I didn't hear anybody. Complaining. complaining no that much no really no. No. no no did you have enough to eat at this restaurant when you bailed on the oh yeah because you had that that well you know it was enough to keep me going for you know the next few hours until i got back on the ship and i could have something substantial to eat but at, at no point in time did i feel with only a couple of exceptions did i feel like i was being either served enough food or decent food we had that experience in Italy too with the adventures by disney trip there was times when we were like, okay, I'm really hungry. You know, you get through like 2 o'clock and you think that lunch wasn't enough to hold me over. Yeah. And our snacks provided on the oh, bus dear. were... God, those were chumpy. They were... Like plain saltines. Just plain <laughs> oh, saltines. Okay, wow. she got those off the ship because I had that in my room too. But, yeah, the bag they passed back on the on the bus. I never took anything from it. I would look and then it's I just did, like, thinking no thank I you. I might not get something later, so I'm going to take this and squirrel it away. And One of the things they do on the Adventures by Disney trip is the guides try to make sure that there's snacks and water anytime you get on and off. Of water, us. they're very good about we, water. We had water. Before we go any further, on, on most Adventures by Disney, that's not the case. When you go on the backstage magic trip, they send around a basket with every kind of chip or snack. Or Chips right. and Oreos right. and well, things that's, like that. Well, this, this bag had that stuff in it, too. I mean, there was but it cookies. But was, it, it, was, uh, it was European stuff. Yeah. It so was, it wasn't stuff you like, oh, Oreos or stuff like that. But, but they, also stopped, they also stopped a lot. If we were on long trips on the bus, like anything more than 45 minutes, they would stop in rest stops 
so a that you can go to the bathroom, but b you could also buy like potato Did you chips. Did you stop at the auto Yeah. Yes. Were yeah. they amazing? They were cool. Did they have like clothes and music? Yeah, and, it was. Yeah. Like you could buy furniture at showers them. in the basement. Yeah. It was amazing. And then you cool. go, and there'd be like the side of of prosciutto hanging up, or like huh. the leg of the pig would be hanging. I'm up embarrassed to tell you, we got prosciutto at a restaurant, <laughs> 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 and it was wonderful. It was. Especially now the best pure. part about Florence was the shopping. Um, yes. The leather in Florence is unbelievable. It's like nothing you'll find anywhere else. You can actually have a leather jacket made if you have four hours. Yep. A custom made leather jacket. Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. And the, uh, the, the, the thing to keep in mind is that the, the ones that are recommended by the cruise ships, this is another issue I had, is that Adventures by Disney isn't necessarily taking you to places that are recommended by the cruise ship. They are letting the local guides recommend where you go to shop. The local guides are getting kickbacks. Stick with the ones that are recommended by the ship because if something goes wrong with what you buy and you went to a, 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 a you bought it from a place recommended by the cruise line, you have recourse through the cruise line. There is a you do have a voice. You don't have it if you just go with what the guide tells you. But I have a problem with the fact, you know, it just so happened in Florence, the place the guide, local guide was recommending and the place the ship recommended were the same thing. Do they give you something in your room that you know what's recommended or how yeah, do you yeah, know? Yeah, you get the, the you, shopping guide. Yeah, you get the okay. shopping guide and every port you have a shopping guide. And I tell, I'm sorry. They tell you which, which shops and where they're located okay. and what they have there. So, But I found as we walked through Florence, didn't you find there were just people selling stuff on the street? I love the open-air market. No, yeah. no. Oh, my you gosh. Didn't, you didn't go to the open-air market. We didn't get down far enough to Did you go to the one with the big bronze pig? Yes, yes. That's where we were. Did it's you not, rub the pig? I didn't. No. If you rub the pig, it's good luck, and it says you'll come back to Florence. This is like water well, drooling out of its mouth. Or I was just like, no. It, is. it does like, drool. It's a drooling okay. But we went to the open-air markets, Deb and I. And I was trying to get you back there. Then when I said it's down the street, that's where I thought I was And it was, it was amazing. I mean, it was just like jam-packed with... With, uh, all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Great and shopping. Could, and you could haggle for. I would have spent stuff. hours. We there. did. I mean, we didn't spend. We spent probably forty-five minutes down there. Yeah, well, well I got. I had like. I, I got like four belts, a wallet, two bags. Well, they kept saying to me, it "Was on Diamo." Kevin, mm. don't shop. <laughs> we had time in Florence, though. We really did. We had some free time in Florence. Oh, I bought pajaminas for everybody. Florence pajaminas. was the most available shopping. Yeah, they gave us quite yeah, a bit of time. Yeah, and it was it was great shopping. And, uh, you know, kind of made up for some of the chumpier shopping at other points in the trip. Did you go on the Ponte Vecchio? With the, what's the that? bridge. The bridge. We, we went and looked at it. That we was part of the it. tour. With all the gold shops on it? It was all jewelry shops. We never went through it. We just took pictures of it. Yeah. Oh, it's the most beautiful place in Florence. Speaking of which, did you guys take lots of pictures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of pictures. Okay, good. Got a lot of pictures going up. My finger went through Rome every. Every other picture had my finger in it. Yeah. <laughs> so Florence, after Florence, we went to... Florence was Corsica. Corsica. Highlight of the trip. Highlight of the trip. This is where I went This I was the most authentic experience of anything else they did with us in this trip. And let me tell you something. If you are doing this trip, enjoy Corsica. Really enjoy Corsica. We were there on a Sunday, and it was so quiet. It was quiet. It was beautiful. Um, it was, we, they took us up to this little village in the mountains, which was a pretty scary ride. Oh, but gosh. once we got there, it was like some, it was like the village time forgot, you mm. know, but that, 
phone reception was amazing. We had great phone reception. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where they did it right. They took us around the village in this little train, this little... Tram. tram. It wasn't a train. It was like a tram. Well, it was a tram, but it was made to look like a train. A yellow train. Yeah. Um, And they took us around and showed us stuff, which was really cool. Then they brought us to this one little restaurant, which, you know, it's a, a local establishment because... You had the local guys outside sitting there. The local there. hotties. Oh, yeah. Having their, you know, drinking their, their lattes and having a cigarette. And Reading a Sunday paper. We go in, and they just had this wonderful antipasto for everybody that was made from all th- – it, it comprised all things that were made there in the village, whether it was the meats and the cheese mm. and the uh, – And a, this the, brownie-like thing made out delicious. of – With chestnut flour. Chestnuts are very big in the area. Yeah. And it looked like a, like a, a blonde brownie. Mm. But so it, good. It was so good. It was so good. And candy. They do a lot of candy. So they had bowls of candy on the table that you could you know just help yourself to. And Dog was, running inside. And it, was it was really just, cool. It was really cool. And that was, you know, that was our, our appetizer. Then they took us back, and we drove through a little bit more and saw more of the village, and then we got to our restaurant. Now, they had asked us days before, what do you want? Do you want chicken or do you want pork? Um, The pork turned out to be an asabuco. Um, The chicken turned out to be a pretty standard broiled chicken. And I'm glad I chose the asabuco, the pork. Um, This restaurant is on the side of a mountain, absolutely gorgeous view. And... You know, the chairs were a little small, spaces were a little tight, but um, the meal was amazing. Fresh, fresh. You could tell everything that went into this meal was authentic and local and fresh and delicious. But as we're sitting there, the weather started to turn, and the clouds came in over the mountains because the mountains are right there in front of us. And it looked like something out of a science fiction movie. The way these clouds came in, it was like, you know, like, like the fog. It was really wild. And it got really cold really fast. Um, Where is Corsica compared to Florence? It's uh, off the coast of France because yeah. they speak it's, French. It's up, yeah, it was like. <laughs> where Napoleon was born. It was like Italian looking men that speak French. Yeah. yeah it was weird. It was. Because I wonder if you were at really the base cool. of the Alps. <laughs> Yeah, no, it wasn't the Alps. Um, but it was. I, I I walked away from the court, and I, there are things I'm not. We're not going to talk about with Corsica because they're surprises and uh, things that were moving and brilliant and for me personally was the highlight of the trip. Oh. It was up there. Yeah. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Brilliantly done. And I'm sorry, but every stop on the trip should have been like Corsica for the kind of money that they're charging. And we met Napoleon. We did meet Napoleon. Wow. Um, <laughs> he appeared. It was. We met Marco Polo when we went to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was spectacular. It was spectacular. It was whole so day. peaceful. It was just the perfect day. It was. It was the amazing. absolute perfect day. And to start off the day, what amazed me is when we got off the ship, he parked that sucker as close to that dock as he could. I mean, have you ever seen a ship park that close, that perfect? Well, I mean, it's what they do. I know, but I mean, it was like... You know how much those captains get paid? 
to be able to do that? I mean, you got to be good. Well, he was good. You don't get to you don't get to have the lives of three thousand people in your hands if you don't know what you're doing. But, so yeah, Corsica was amazing. Corsica was amazing, and our our final stop on the trip was uh, Villefranche, um, which is the south of France. Uh, although we really didn't spend any time in Villefranche, we went to Monte Carlo, Monaco, uh, and then to the village of Ez, which is spelled E Z E. Um, Monte Carlo, we went to the Royal Palace where Grace Kelly used to live. How was that? Prince Rainier. Yeah. It was whatever. What, what I really? thought it was going to be. I thought when they said you're going to see the apartments, we saw apartments that somebody must have lived in a several thousand years ago, but we didn't see where Grace Kelly lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it, it was just, you know, okay, lots of like really, really gaudy furniture and gaudy. Chandeliers. Uh, yeah. and oh, like Trump Tower. Yeah, basically. Walk through and it... And, it, you know, it was okay. It was okay. Um, some really wild shopping if you're willing to walk off the square and down some of the side streets. Some really cool little shops that were in there, and that's what I spent. Because I'm, like, walking through the, the, the palace. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, gonna, I'm turning around. I'm leaving. I'm going to go. Was it pink? The palace it's, is supposed to be pink. It, it was a, a light I thought it was Kind of yellowish. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't pink. Changing of the guard was fun. Changing of the yeah. Well, I mean, but you know, I hear changing of the guard. I think Buckingham Palace. This is like five guys and rifles, and you know, and one of them knocked one of them knocked his own helmet off. <laughs> and we were like, okay, he's 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 fired. The changing of the guard is them out of their uniforms into their fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> changing yeah. of the guard's underwear. Know, yeah, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. But it's you crowded. know, um. All week long, our guide Courtney kept telling us how magnificent the lunch we were going to have in Monte Carlo was, oh, that's and that it was going to be a buffet, and that it was going to be amazing, and it's amazing, it's so amazing, it's so amazing. So my my hopes were high that okay, you know, this was the uh, last tour on the trip, and that you know they were going to go out with a bang. We're in Monte Carlo after all. We were having this buffet lunch at the Fairmont Hotel, which is a Beautiful hotel in in Monaco, Monte Carlo, right alongside the famous casino, and uh, up on like the sixth floor with this beautiful view of the Mediterranean. Oh, it's I open air. Picture. Oh my God! Oh, this is incredible! How beautiful! How beautiful! Go ahead and help yourself to the buffet. Okay. So we get up. And, you know, she had, on the way to Monaco, Courtney had kind of slipped in that it was a cold buffet. Meats, vegetables, and, oh, okay, cold buffet. So we get to the, get to the buffet, and I'm looking at what's up here. And I'm like, okay, that looks like a tentacle. So it was some thing that had octopus in it. And then there was something else that had fish in it. Something else that had fish in it. And then as I'm walking around saying, okay, where's the real food? One of the other guests on the tour set was standing by this other part of the buffet who turns around and puts his hands up. He goes, this part's not included in our package. Oh. That's where the hot food was, the pasta and the meat. And that wasn't included. Hmm. So basically, what I was being—if I don't—if you don't eat seafood, what you were getting was some lettuce and a few vegetables and a dessert bar. 
for a non-seafood eating diabetic, this isn't good. This isn't good. For my luxury vacation, and I'm in Monaco overlooking the Mediterranean, and I'm going to have a crappy salad, not even a good salad, because it was lettuce and some onions and some peppers, and I think there was a couple other vegetables, but that was it. That was all that was available for me. Okay, so if you ate seafood, people loved it. People were like, oh, my God, this is incredible. But you know what? Adventures by Disney. Come in, come in closer. Listen up, listen up. Not everybody eats seafood. Which is true. A lot of people are yeah. actually allergic. And so to my seafood. option, you want to know what my option was? <clears throat> the kid's meal, a cheeseburger. I ate a cheeseburger on the oh. Riviera in Monaco. Jeez. I ate a cheeseburger. And you know what? That's when I decided, because up to that point, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make a big deal about the food. I'm really not, because the rest of the tour was good. When they did that, I said, all bets are off. All bets are off. Imagine having a buffet that you to- were told you couldn't go to parties. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine on a luxury vacation? And pasta seems like it's a lot less than seafood. <laughs> now, it look, does, I, yeah. There wasn't another buffet there, was there? There was another station that had hot food. It had meat and pasta. And when Marshall went up to that part, they said, this is not included with your package. We weren't allowed to eat it. Oh. How much extra is it? To Who pay? knew? I was say, we would have we would have taken out our money. I would have paid. No, I refuse to do that. Oh. I absolutely refuse to do that. I'd already paid enough. I'd already paid enough. No, I was going to hold Adventures by Disney accountable for that because these are decisions that they make. I would think with seafood, you'd want to ask people ahead of time, "Do you eat seafood?" You'd think, but you'd be wrong. And wow. you know, it was. I could understand if this was the first time they were doing these tours, but. I know from two different people that did this tour last year that these were things they complained about, not specifically the Monte Carlo piece, but the rest of the food. They complained about it. So they knew about it from last year. They knew there were issues about the food, and they didn't fix it. And they didn't fix it. So, yeah, on that, they have to be held accountable. Now, I have to tell you, I deal with adventures by Disney a lot. And when you're taking one of their tours where you're going just with Adventures by Disney, there are things that you're asked. Are you allergic to anything? Are there any preferences? There is there anything you don't like? So, I mean, they do that on the land tours. I got to tell you, the land tours are a lot more enjoyable for me. I found the I've comparing the land tour to the ship add-on. I prefer the land tour. Well, you've all filled out that in that form with Adventures uh-huh. by Disney where they want to, you know know what kind of shoes you're going to wear kind of thing. They go that deep into it. It's like they ask you all sorts of things about what your preferences and allergies are. Well, I know on a lot of the meals, I was asking for the vegetarian option to see what they would do. And Corsica, that was a letdown that day for that meal because they gave me more of the appetizer. So I got more of the – we had a spinach quiche. When we when you yeah. have the asabuku, I just got a larger serving of that as my meal, which was okay. I was just seeing what they were going to do. But um, Monaco, I thoroughly enjoyed the salad bar. Right, because you eat seafood. I, because Someone I eat seafood. It sounded wonderful. Yeah, but I mean, I mean it was. But it now was imagine, imagine that buffet 
if oh, I know. you didn't if you oh, didn't I eat understand. seafood. I totally understand. If I had if you didn't it, eat seafood and you couldn't you couldn't have the dessert. I wonder if maybe you should say I mean it shouldn't be your responsibility to do it, but I wonder if you should say you're allergic to seafood and see what they would do. Would uh, still be no, I, I I won't lie. I'm paying too much money to lie. I'm paying too much money to be inconvenienced. And I'm sorry, but you were now with me for ten days. And you've heard me complain that the food here sucked and the food there sucked, and I didn't like the fact that there weren't any choices. So when you get me to Monaco to offer me a cheeseburger, nah, that's a demerit. Nah, it's a demerit, sorry. A cheeseburger. I could have gone to stinking McDonald's. I should have gone to McDonald's just to make the point and said, you know what? That was a better lunch than anything you've served me so far. And here I was jealous because when I saw that picture that that's where you were eating, and I'm like, wow. Well, do you eat seafood? Yeah, but okay, I would. Well, you, you would have liked it then. If you, if, you, if you eat seafood, you would have truly liked it. Yeah. But if but you don't eat seafood. What kind of seafood did they have? Well, I mean, they had the squid salad, true, but they had um, shrimp in a basil sauce. They had shrimp fixed several ways. They had, about, I didn't go. Was it oh, mussels? Oh, that's right. Clams? Or? Um. They had uh, several different kinds of whitefish. They had something with a tuna. They had numerous. I mean, Can you imagine making that available to people and then cutting off the stuff that isn't seafood? I mean, it was a whole. I just I don't understand who make who makes these judgment calls. I mean, I like seafood, but I would never just offer that because right. there's loads of other people. Who I mean, it was like a meat. it was a square <laughs> salad bar with a station in the middle. Okay, so the first whole section you went to was seafood. The second section started with uh, mixed greens, um, a little bit of uh, salami or something, maybe just a few little pieces of of, uh, cold meat, and maybe two kinds of cheese. And then the other two sides were nothing but dessert. All desserts. Mm. All desserts, which... Were awesome, apparently. Amazing. I mean, they they had, they had, they would build. You could build your. Well, the guy would build it for you a Sunday with whatever flavor you wanted. And he had like twenty, thirty toppings there to choose from. The dessert was amazing, but if you can't have it, did you try using the diabetic card? No, it- no, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, there was it. it there was no reason to. Um, you know, if, if the only thing being, you know, uh, look, I could have had dessert. But I had been I had made a lot of bad choices already on this trip with my food because there was there were issues with what was available to eat and I was hungry. Um, I knew the way I was feeling physically that day. It was not a good idea for me to sit down and have an ice cream. But I mean, did they ever take that into account? For I didn't like make anybody? an issue of it. I didn't. I mean, I, um, yeah, they did. If, if so, there was, I think there was somebody with a with a food allergy on the trip. Yeah, I don't remember and, what it was, but yeah. Um, and yeah, they do. So no, I didn't make an issue of that, and that was. But that didn't come up as a as a a problem. And my problem wasn't the fact that there wasn't options available for me as a diabetic. Um, the problem was there wasn't options available for me as somebody who wants to eat. Something other than pressed wood and cardboard. Um, that was the issue that I had with this. When we went to Italy, that was one of the things I looked forward to. I was going to get true Italian food. That's right. exactly what was in my head. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't find that nope. any place we went to go. We, we, with Adventures by Disney. No, we actually, a couple of places, we went to a, a restaurant in Rome. I reviewed this part. I mean, it was our dinner was close to three. 
250 euros. Wow. And John referred to it as the stuff after you let the dishwater out of the sink that you <laughs> clean oh, out of the drain. It was a really bad choice. It was a very high-end restaurant. It was right it was, on like one of the most famous streets in Rome. And the, the food Via was Veneto. nasty? It was awful. However, we went to Florence. We ate in that little tiny place in Florence. Oh, I do remember that. That was Anytime wonderful. we ventured off by ourselves, we went to a little tiny place in Venice where there were only two seats in the entire restaurant. And there was some some of the land stuff was good. We went to a castle where they made us. Uh, we had a private dinner inside a castle, and everything we had had boar in it. It was made with like pasta, which is with a pork. Meat. It was incredible. So the there were boar. There were times, like you said, where it was incredible meals, but then for the most part, it was anything they organized was horrible. Yeah, I, I just I'm. I, I think I was so looking forward to the dining experiences. Um, that the lack of them really bothered me. Now the, and I, I, I tried to, I, I, I really tried to temper my feelings on it because, like I said, other people weren't nearly as upset with it as I was. There were other people who'd me, who had mentioned it. But I was, I was definitely the normal ray of food on this trip. <laughs> people tell me that we're going to... Um France, and we have lunch on the Eiffel Tower, and it's one of those places where they keep telling me that the food's not so great, and I keep saying, I don't care if it's Alpo. I'm going to be on the Eiffel Tower. See, I felt that way about a lot of this trip. Okay, here's the thing. I, and I feel exactly the opposite. You know what? Serve me a meal I'll remember. I don't care if it's a hole-in-the-wall restaurant, but I prefer good food over good location any day of the week. Well, I agree with you, but if the if your the option is eating on the Eiffel Tower and it's the only option, I'm going to be on the Eiffel Tower. I don't even care if we eat. To be perfectly honest with you, so I we, I can eat other places. So there are times when being where you are right. to me was the important part. Yeah, I felt that way. Now being in Rome, I, I don't even really I don't know. remember I, the Rome meal. I don't know for twenty eight hundred dollars a person on top of what you were already spending for these staterooms, which was not cheap, folks. This was a twenty thousand dollar trip. Okay, by the time we got done considering airfare, cruise fare, and adventures by Disney, this was a twenty thousand dollar vacation for three adults. For twenty thousand dollars for two weeks, feed me a decent meal. Yeah. I don't care where it is. This was a wonderful tour. I, I would do it again. I do want to get that point across. I, I realize I've harped on the food. But for me, it was such an epic failure in the whole thing. That and the experience in Rome were such epic failures. They have to be brought up because you're going to spend this kind of money. And you should spend the money to do this tour. I want to be clear about that. I don't want anybody who may be booked on this tour to think, oh, my God, what have I gotten myself into? You are going to have an amazing time. And you will have amazing guides, and you will see some amazing things. Go in with your eyes open. That's all I want from anybody who's going to do this or thinking about doing this. Go in with your eyes open. Now, I'm going, I I will admit, I'm nervous now about our Alaska cruise. We have an Alaska cruise coming up in August, and we have the ABD add-on with that cruise. And I'm nervous now. I'm very nervous that, you know... (sighs) Are we going to have these same things again? Um, I'm hoping not. I'm really hoping not. But how, many, imagine, how many nights is that? That's seven. seven I'm imagining nights. you're going to get a bunch of salmon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. 
then there'll be another rant in August. Maybe some elk or something, though. I mean, right? Yeah. There There's like, beef. You know, wild beef. Yeah, we're beef. talking it's I'm American. You know, it's, a, it's Alaska. We're not, I'm not going to Antarctica. But Europe, <clears throat> this trip we were just on, I would say, I don't know how, how many how many times were we in port? Six, seven, seven? seven? Three of the meals for me were, I felt, authentic and on the money. Malta. 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 Corsica. Corsica. And Monaco for me. Because I like the I, I felt I felt it was very authentic for the location and it was it seemed like a very Mediterranean kind of a mm-hmm. a meal to me. Because if, I like if you like seafood. If you like seafood. Even if you but, don't like seafood. No, I'm not saying What, okay. salad salad no, is no, a Mediterranean no, no. thing? I'm not saying I'm saying it, it was authentic, whether you like seafood or not. To me, it seemed authentic. Now, there should have been more options, Yeah, but you sure. know, what, what good's the authenticity if you can't eat it? Well, I know. I understand. That's my I understand. point. So three of the meals were very good for me. Um, of six. Sicily was okay. I had uh, plain pasta. That was fine. The salad there was bag salad from Publix, but hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. It's exactly what it was. It was bag salad brought from Publix. No, the people who had the pasta, I forgot what I, I – did I did I have the chicken? <laughs> it was Publix brand. No, you had the veal. You had the, the, veal. the, the little flat piece of – Right. That's no, right. The veal. nothing on no. it. With absolutely nothing on it. It was tasteless. It was pointless. The people who had the pasta liked it. The people who had the veal didn't. I think that was the day they were supposed to have fried seafood. <clears throat> They're supposed to have fried fish. And what they brought me was whole shrimp with the heads and everything hmm. that had been fried. Like uh, fried alive or something, whatever. So you're looking at this whole fried shrimp looking at you, and you're having to pull its head off and pull everything. And it was I finally and gave up. Squid, you had squid too or something, didn't? I don't you? eat squid. Was it on your plate though? What was that? Calamari or you something? eat calamari? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant wrong. Uh, no, yeah, no, fried, fried. I'll eat calamari. Yeah. And then for dessert at that meal, we had these the ginormous oranges. Now, they were very good oranges. Though. That Walter saved. I ate, it was it was in the stateroom last time I came in your room. Yeah, I ate, I ate, I ate. No, one, one of one, one like got one, left behind. One went bad. You had three, yeah. three of these. Uh, like what? They don't have produce on the ship. Honestly, why do we have to bring this on the ship? I'm surprised they let you bring it on the ship. Now that I think about it, I don't know why they did, but I did. You, they didn't you couldn't bring it back it. into the states. You can't bring yeah, it back yeah, in the yeah, states. No. You bring it back on the ship as long as you consume. So it. three of the meals for me were very doable. What was the? I, what is what was the adventure Dis- adventures by Disney portion on the ship? Was there anything going on? Yes, they did do some stuff on the ship. They had a welcome reception. They had a, which was wonderful. It had uh, food. They and- had a, a presentation by a port historian. Uh, we didn't do uh, Walter and I didn't do any of that stuff. We were you know they had draw Pinocchio. Yeah, the two sea days. They had animators class one day, and then they had the ship's historian another day. All of the those both of those times and the. The welcome dinner and the farewell dinner or farewell reception all had a light um, light food, finger food to eat. And most all the ports we were in, all of our meals included wine, right? I think all wine, of them yeah. Almost every wine meal included drinks. wine or soft drinks. Did you have time to enjoy the ship at all? Yeah, yeah. on our sea days, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and, and like I said, uh, the food on the ship was... 
I can't. I honestly, you would you would not believe you how sure good it, it was. By comparison, you sure you weren't got no. on the ship and thought, oh, thank no, God. you're really no, this no, is no, so good. This is so good. No, no, <laughs> no. Had nothing to do with comparison. It was look. I know good food when I eat it. I'm not. I'm well, not comparison to last year, especially because last. I know year quality bad. food. I know food that's well prepared. I know food that tastes good. I'm, I'm I'm not a neophyte at all with that. This was really well done. It this was. was really the food was excellent. And um, plenty of it. Good for them. And uh, for yeah, changing and learning and growing. Plenty and, of it. An amazing service. Our dining room, uh, uh, Vlado and, Vlado uh, and Jonathan, Jonathan were just incredible. We started just, out with somebody else. Yeah, who was not good at all. Freaky dude that was trying to pepper everything. And I made a comment about it, and like the next day he was gone. He was like on somebody else's station. Pete, make mm. him disappear. He disappeared. If she doesn't like Corsica. you, she doesn't like you. She can make you disappear. But our um, traveling, the people we traveled with were amazing. I mean, uh, the group was amazing. The guides were amazing. The locations were amazing. Um, and, and it was, uh, in many regards, uh, a trip of a lifetime. That's one of the intangibles of any adventures yeah. by Disney. And it's trip. a wonderful way to travel because you are in that little bubble that Pete calls it. The, the Disney bubble. And you felt safe. I mean, you know, you had to watch your pocketbook you, when you were in crowds. And there were crowds in most places. But <clears throat> overall, I felt safe. It was but and it was I, good times. I, I, there, 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 I know that I am going to go back to Italy next year. I want to do the Viva Italia and the Bella Italia back-to-back. Next year, the Adventures by Disney trips. The Viva and the Bella back-to-back. A lot of people do that, and that's how you get to see all of Italy. You really get to see all, you know, from north to south, east to west. Mm. You really get to see all of Italy. And uh, so that's um, determined. Uh, and the, uh, we already talked about the Barcelona part, didn't we? That was amazing, too. The Barcelona, yeah, we had that. We did that yeah, on the show. The Barcelona amazing. really was an excellent, an excellent trip, the Barcelona piece. Short, but excellent. Um, and again, I recommend, I do recommend these to anybody who's thinking about doing them. Um, my standards are maybe a little more exacting than other people's would be because of what I do for a living. And as I said, most of the people on the tour weren't openly complaining about this. So it's very possible. It's just my sensibilities and I accept that. No, but this is the only failure we've had on adventures by Disney. Well, from my perspective, from my perspective, perspective. exactly. I'm just saying for the rest of the group, I don't think they would categorize it that way. Yeah, it was not a failure for me. It was a trip of a lifetime. You know, I I think it's important to mention that, that there are other perspectives about this experience that don't match ours. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's to be kept in, in, in context. As well as the fact that, you know, we say this with every review we do, you'd never make a buying decision based on what we say. Except um, for shutters. Except <laughs> that use the information that we're giving you as part of your overall trip planning and your overall research to come up with and make an informed decision for yourself. The needs of every person and every family are different. Um, and to assume that my experience is going to be your experience is crazy. Um, so we, we really try and make that point whenever we do reviews because uh, some people get upset when we give bad reviews. So I want to put it in context. We're not telling anybody do something or don't do something. We're saying we did this, this was our experience, and use that information as you do your trip plan. Well, don't gamble in Monaco. You'll lose 50 euro. And don't tell your husband when you lost 50 euro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we almost forgot Ez. One oh of the my best gosh. parts of the trip. Ez, yes. In, oh, uh, the village of Ez. Um, in the mountains above uh, Villefranche or Monaco, wherever it was, right. unbelievable. It's middle it's a little, mi- from the Middle Ages. Yeah, 
steep walk up and then it levels out. It never leveled out. But the stores, I mean, the stores are like, like built into the side of the mountain. And all these little artisans, woodwork people and crafts people, and they all like make their stuff right there. And the stuff is gorgeous. Have you got your stuff from there yet? Some of it. Some of it, yeah. I love the, the wooden stuff made out of olive, olive tree, trees. Olive trees. I mean, Pretty really cool. neat stuff. Really, really neat stuff. We had about an hour to shop. And so I had to move through that village like a plague. Oh, he was. I lost him. He was gone. Um, I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know if I was ever getting back to him. Yet. And there was a little hotel Not up a there. Good reference a very, for a middle, medieval town. That's why I use it. <laughs> move, move through the village like a plague. There you go. Um, well, that little hotel was extremely swanky and very expensive. Oh, it was. The as days in. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was beautiful. Bolo risotto was 100 euro. Okay. So very... Go review that one. Very upscale. <laughs> very upscale. Go to Harry's Bar in Venice. <laughs> um, oh, a bowl of risotto. Okay. I thought that was the name of the hotel. I thought you said <laughs> bolo risotto and like it was the name. No, it's a, it was a, 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 a plate of risotto, whatever, uh, 100 euro. Yeah. I mean... We went to Harry's Bar in Venice and a hamburger was 300 euro. <gasps> Dear God. Oh, my gosh. So... Uh, yeah, we had an hour to spend uh, shopping in as... But it was a nice way to, to end. It was a nice way to end, and I got a lot of good shopping in. Uh, had about 10 minutes to spare. And we stopped along the way, um, on the way back to the port, for pictures of... Uh, beautiful pictures. Beautiful pictures. Just amazing. Here's one of them. This is actually a picture I took. Wow. Uh, Monte Carlo. Saw where Sean Connery used to live. Oh, really? <laughs> so did you gamble in Somewhere Monte Carlo? I got a picture. Yeah. Yes, I did. Did you play Chemin de Fer? Lost 200 euro. Oh, wow. Chemin de Fer. Chemin de Fer. I was up a little, and then That's I but, Roger. gambled a little too long. But I got to I get to say gambled I gambled in Monte Carlo, Carlo, right? and that was okay. I was okay you losing 200 euro. I right. moved like Harlow through Monte Carlo. Okay. <laughs> but to see someone pull up in their little sports car... With their baby seat strapped in. <laughs> yeah, the little Bentley sports car because Bentleys, Bentleys and Mercedes were like Toyotas over there. Mm. I mean, you're talking about an 800 square foot apartment going for six million dollars in Monaco. I mean, it's just it's crazy money. It's money that I can't I can't comprehend. But um, that wasn't I, nearly as fun no, as no taxes though. As as no. and chevalu and all the little towns that's what the I. the really little enjoyed. towns were awesome the, t- the tour was awesome it really was it really was just if you if you're doing it go in with your eyes open know that the food is going to be basic at best um and if that's going to be a problem for you then plan accordingly and you know this way that you can you can avoid the disappointment <laughs> that I experienced on this tour. Um, but absolutely, what a great way to see Europe. Uh, what a stress-free way to see Europe. Really? With the Mediterranean. this time, and we'll take you And they, they take care of everything, and having two guides as good as Courtney and Dusty, uh, who were really just your personal concierge through Europe. Who live here, and they work They at, live here in Orlando, yep. She works at Hollywood Studios, and he's at the Magic Kingdom. Yep. So, well, that will do it. For our segment, that will also do it for our show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will be back with you again next week with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening, everyone, and remember, 
Stay out of the damn lakes. And don't boil your roast beef. (laughs) 